acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Seventh Daughter contains scenes of realistic violence and graphic sexuality. It is intended for mature listeners. Have you come seeking knowledge? Do you wish to know the truth? Allow me to show you. Close your eyes and follow the sound of my voice. Allow it to lead you further into the past. When I remove my blindfold, you may look into my eyes. Don't just look at them, look through them and you will see what they have seen. And all my secrets will be revealed. The Seventh Daughter This place is huge. Yes, well, don't be intimidated. The more dollars a person has, the less sense. Well, so your mother used to say. My mother? She carried a healthy resentment for the ruling class. I wish she could see you right now. Knowing what you're about to do, she would be so proud. Do you think so? 
I know so. Before we ring the bell, Pearl, I just want to tell you that... that I am proud of you, too. I know it hasn't been easy for you, but you've accomplished more than I ever hoped or expected. Thank you. Once we ring that bell, there is no turning back. If we fail, they will destroy us. There will be no second chances. But if we succeed, it will bring us one step closer to Kobo. Yes. Ring the bell. I have no fear. Then if you'll allow me a small indulgence, I want to deliver a message to the good doctor. Open your mouth. Swallow this. What is it? Just a piece of parchment, nothing more. Swallow it without chewing. Go down all right? Yes. I have the capsule. I'll be ready. Good. So let's go to work. Hello! My name Madam is... Madam Howard! What? What are you doing here? Shh! Call me Rose. I've come for an appointment with the mistress of the house. Please. If it's money you want, I can... I want nothing from you, Olive. Except silence. In exchange for your silence, I shall give you mine. Agreed? I promise. Ah, they're here. Come inside. Please give your coats to the girl or whatever you wish to leave with her. I trust you found your way with no problems. No problems. Good. Well, if you'll just step into the parlor here... So, this is your home, Freyr von Schrenk. Ah, no. <laughs> this is the home of the person who has graciously consented to host the demonstration. As a test of Pandora's vision, the owner shall remain nameless. Is that why you've covered all the pictures on the walls? Yes. Good evening, Pandora. How are you feeling? She is feeling well, Friar. Well, Ross, if you'll care to wait here, I'll take the girl into the study. I'll examine her and sew her into her gown. There's no need for an examination, and the gown she's wearing should be quite sufficient. I'm afraid I must insist... Absolutely not. She's a child. Miss Ross, this is not a performance. I am not here for my own amusement. I am conducting a scientific examination. A thorough scientific examination. Pandora... Perhaps you can help her understand. Oh, I understand. You may have the medical degrees, but I know exactly what your motives Rose, are. Rose, please don't cause a scene. I don't... Hush! Don't you dare open your mouth to me, you ungrateful rat! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's enough. I won't have the child spoken to in this vein. And I won't have the child stripped naked and prodded by the likes of you. I assure you... Your bloody assurances... Do you wish to see the girl perform miracles? She will perform miracles. Is that not enough? Must you violate her as well, huh? It would seem that Madame has something to hide. I'm hiding nothing. I should have known better than to have him. I'm protecting the girl. You are going to lecture me on the exploitation of this orphan. She is not an orphan. 
Her father is the Selling senator. snake oil on a street corner? Yes, with her clothes on. Reading minds in a musical. I won't have her treated as a common whore. She is a virgin, after all. Well, so you say. Rose. You've never been slapped by a black woman before, Herr von Schrenk. I can see by your expression that you haven't. And you don't quite know how to react. I apologize if I have confused you, but you really left me no choice. I'll permit no one to mock Pandora or question her purity. That was my left hand. Make another vulgar insinuation and you'll feel the sting of the right as well. I'm afraid I have no choice but She to... is the seventh daughter. The other six all died in childbirth or shortly thereafter, and each took a devastating toll on her mother's health. It was foolish for her to try and have another child, but she was determined to fulfill the legacy she'd inherited from her mother, and her mother before her. But she dutifully persisted. By the time she had Pandora, she was little more than a wraith. The moment they severed her cord, she just let out her breath and was gone. Pandora herself is quite frail, and I doubt she will have the strength to bear so many children. Which means she is not only the seventh daughter, but she is quite possibly the last of her bloodline. I must protect her and her gift with my life. Miss Pandora, I wish to offer you my apologies for the thoughtless remark I just made. I, I, I do hope you can forgive me. By all means. Let's speak no more of it. Step into the study. I'll bring the girl. As you wish. Very well. I'll speak to you both in a moment. Why did you do that? Slap him? Yes. Punctuation. Help me understand. Talk to me as if I were an animal. Please. Mrs. Davenport, may I introduce Pandora, the seventh daughter? I've heard wonderful things, Pandora. Thank you for sharing your time with us. I'm honored to be here. <clears throat> and this is um, China Ross, the girl's caretaker. Good evening. I hope we will not disappoint you, madam. Pandora is the seventh daughter of a seventh daughter and is just beginning to realize her spiritual potential. I look forward to her demonstration. Albert. Yes, madam. You've examined the girl and you're satisfied as to her integrity. Thus far, madam, very much so. Will the girl remain clothed? 
Due to her age and the fact that it is our first sitting with her, I decided to allow the girl to retain her modesty. If you think it wise, I won't object. Would you show them the cabinet, please? Of course. Right this way. As you can see, the cabinet is surrounded with black curtains on all four sides. The panels are sewn together so that there are no gaps in the corners. The only opening is here on the front side. Pandora may open and close the curtains in front so that we may see her. We do require that her hands grip the edges of the fabric here in the front at all times. She may open and close these curtains like so. But her hands must remain visible throughout. Is that understood? Understood. Pandora. She understands. We've placed a chair in the cabinet for her. The observers will sit around this table, facing the cabinet. Very good. Music? Yes. A music box. Is that acceptable? That will be fine. The lights are too bright. We can extinguish most of the lights. There is a lamp in the far corner. We can see if there is enough... We prefer candles on the table here. Three or four tapers. And we will allow you to control the light by the number of candles that are lit. I'm sure we can arrange that. I will stand and walk about the room to help summon the spirit. But you must not approach the cabinet. Once the sitting has begun, there must be no physical contact between you and Pandora. Of course. Pandora, would you? Pandora? She's here, Rose, just admiring my tree. Do you have a Christmas tree, Pandora? No, ma'am. One of my favorite times of year is... Come now, Pandora. We've no time for that. If we're to be home by midnight, we need to... I'm afraid I must insist. I tend to forget that she is, after all, but a child. Have you never had a Christmas tree, Pandora? No, ma'am. If there is an ornament or some decoration that you fancy, perhaps you would accept it as a gift. Yes, ma'am. Mrs. Davenport? Yes, my dear? Why are there no presents under the tree? It's okay. I understand. You do? Oh, yes. So... If there are no further questions, I will light the candles while Pandora takes her seat. Shall I address you, Rose, or should I speak directly to Pandora? She may not be able to hear you once she is in a trance, but she is attuned to my voice, so you should speak to her through me, and the spirit will respond through her. Are you comfortable, Pandora? Yes. And you'll hold one curtain in each hand, just like this. You see? Yes. Thank you. So, if there are no further questions... If I may be permitted to kiss the girl before we begin, it is our tradition. Of course. Uh, Mrs. Davenport... It's all right, Albert. 
In this light, in that gown and veil, you look exactly like your mother. I do? Yes. Good luck. You may begin the music. Just a moment. Open your mouth. I beg your pardon? Open your mouth. Now, lift your tongue. Tilt your head back. Did I do something wrong? Don't let his suspicions be a distraction, Pandora. An hour from now, he will be a true believer. Mrs. Davenport, would you care to tell us the name of a person to whom you wish to speak? I would rather not. Then let us begin. Pandora, close the curtains. And the next time we see your face, may it be radiant with the light of another dimension. Let it be so. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastor on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man, Marie's a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. 
We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If it be the will of the Lord and the congregation of spirits, allow a wandering soul to find a voice. Are you able to open the capsule? Yes, Lord. For only through a woman without sin can the spirits of the dead return to the realm of the living. I hear and I obey, O Lord. Do you sense the presence of spirits? Yes. Many voices from another time, friends and lovers all but forgotten, except for one, a friend and lover that has not been forgotten, a friend and lover that has been kept alive in the breast of this strong, caring woman. Invite this particular spirit to come forth and be introduced to us. I'm trying, but he is wary of approaching. He has been warned to stay away. A promise has been made, and he refuses to violate his word. Someone wishes to come to us, but has promised to stay away. Does this sound familiar to you, Mrs. Davenport? Mrs. Davenport? No, I don't know what she means. Mrs. Davenport is warding off the spirit. She is wearing a... a... some sort of amulet to keep the spirit away. As long as she wears the charm, he will not come. Mrs. Davenport? No. I'm sorry, but I'm wearing no charm. I have no idea to what she may be referring. Pandora. Someone has placed a shackle upon Mrs. Davenport's hand. Nonsense. If she wishes to receive the uninvited guest, she must make a sacrifice of gold and lay it upon the table. Gold. Already asking for money. She's just like the rest of them. If she were truly... Excuse me. I believe Madam misunderstands. Permit me to clarify. Pandora. What is the meaning of the gold you require? To some, it means eternity. To some, it means an unbreakable bond. And to some, it means slavery. 
ownership. Who placed this shackle upon her? Someone benevolent, but who nevertheless stands in the way. I'm sorry, she's speaking in riddles and I honestly don't understand. W- Will... Wilfred... <gasps> My husband? Your ring. I beg your pardon? Pandora must be referring to your wedding band. Huh? The wedding ring is warding off the spirit that wishes to speak to us, Mrs. Davenport. You may decide whether to remove the ring and allow this spirit to gain entry to our little gathering. I'm sorry, it's out of the question. I have not removed this ring since my late husband placed it on my finger 36 years ago. Pandora. Look, the curtains. They appear to be moving as if the cabinet itself were breathing. Pandora. Pandora, can you hear me? One of the candles just went out. Oh, my God. Don't touch her. What's happened to her? What is that coming out of her mouth? Don't touch her. It's teleplasm. It's a spirit substance. Be still. Just be still. How can she breathe? We've got to help her. She can breathe. It's only visible when... Quiet, please. Pandora, can you hear us? Yes, child? Something is... What is it, Pandora? Something is trying to get out from inside me. It's okay, Pandora. Can you show us? Don't be frightened. We're here. Just open the curtains. Rose. Rose is on the chair between. between open my the curtains, Pandora. Ears. No, no, no! Oh, sweet Jesus! No! no. Oh. Don't touch her. Don't get near her. If you want to help the girl, pray. In heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not in Pandora, can you hear me? For that is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. That's it. I'm stopping this. I won't allow the child to be harmed because you are unwilling to cooperate. Me? Yes, you. What have I done? You know what. No, You know I what. I'll do anything. He's ripping the girl to pieces because of your foolish pride. You don't understand. I can't. You can, if you want to see him. It's the price you must pay. Allow him to come in. Don't be frightened. Allow him to enter. That's it. <gasps> That's it. Now lay it on the table. Pandora. Do you feel it? Something is here with us. Pandora, can you speak to us? Yes. I'm better now. 
Who was that Pandora? Can you tell us anything about the identity of the spirit? At one time, he was a man. A man of great sensitivity. An artist. A gentle man. But no gentleman. A man who once held the heart of Miss Brewster in the palm of his hand. But he was forbidden to do so. He was sent away. He was asked to disappear. He chose to leave her world, to cross into the spirit realm. He is greatly disturbed in the beyond. He cannot find peace because he discovered a secret, her secret. He found another spirit that Mrs. Davenport had sent away. Please, no more. He was quite surprised to discover this other being. But he isn't angry. That's what he has come to tell you. This is the reason you have been troubled, Mrs. Davenport. There is something that he has been trying to tell you, but has had no way of crossing over from the beyond. He wants to tell you he has encountered this other spirit, the secret you kept from him, the secret you kept from everyone. He is with that spirit now. It is not even a complete entity. It is not fully realized. It has no name, not in their world, not in ours. It is but a fledgling spirit, floating, lost and alone. The spirit of a child, your child, Mrs. Davenport, his child. Could it be that he... What is it, Pandora? She's here. He's brought her here. Brought whom? The little spirit. The baby sprite. She's... Oh, she's an absolute angel. She? Tiniest little fingers, eyes that glow, hair of gold. So fragile. She is truly beautiful. May we see her. Her light is very dim. You will not be able to see her. Oh, I understand. Well, perhaps if you douse the candles, make the room absolutely dark, it may be possible. Yes, yes, I think we shall. There now, it is completely dark. What is it? There's something. Something touching my face. Light! Light! Oh, no, no. Don't be frightened. Who struck that match? Don't fly away, little one. Don't let her go. Put out the light. There. There. Is she still here? Come back, little one. Don't be shy. The nice lady only wants to see you. You needn't be afraid. I'm sure the nice lady 
if given the opportunity, would love you and protect you. Oh. That's it. Oh. I'm opening the curtains now. Can you see her? I, I can't see anything. No. It's impossible. Rose. Yes, child. Take Mrs. Davenport by the hand. Lead her to the cabinet. Place her hands on the curtains. Then step back and allow her to open the curtains, to part the veil, and look upon the face of her child. I'll lead you up very slowly. Oh. Watch your oh. step. There. Hold one curtain in this hand and the other. She's here, Pandora. Is the spirit... Oh, no, no. I don't think I can. Yes. Slowly open the curtains and look at her. Oh. Oh, my baby. My baby. Oh. I'm not frightened. I'm... Happy, happy to see my baby. <gasps> I must see for myself. Oh, sweet Christ. Watch the way she dances in the air. See how she glows. Can you feel her? Her warmth? I feel her. I, I can barely see her now. She's fading. Oh. I need to close the curtain now. No, I can't. She's growing tired. Her little spark is starting to fade. We mustn't let it go out. You must close the curtain. back to your father. Oh, before she goes. Yes? Tell her I'm sorry for everything and that I love her. She knows, Mrs. Davenport. <laughs> now she understands. You may light the candles. Mrs. Davenport, you may return the ring to your finger, if you wish. Yes, of course. Pandora. Pandora? She's fainted. Pandora, can you hear me? She must lie down. Mrs. Davenport... Bring her to the guest room. I'll carry her. I've got her. Show me the room. Right through that door. I'll be right there. Oh, blessed Jesus, protect the heart and soul of this precious child you have sent to me. I thank you for your tender mercies in allowing her to heal the wound that has scarred my heart. And I ask that someday 
I may repay her for the gift she has bestowed upon me. A true miracle has occurred tonight, and for that I will be eternally grateful. This I pray in Christ's and Pandora's holy name. very pretty, Pearl. Thank you, Sister Therese. Is there some reason you're not playing with the other girls? Yes, Sister Therese. Why is that? Because I am not like them. And it is better for them that there is distance between us. Perhaps it is for the best. Because you will be leaving us today, Pearl. Your mother has come for you. She... Has? Yes. Isn't it wonderful? Come, take my hand. I can't wait for you to meet her. Smile, Pearl. Happiest girls are the prettiest girls. How's this? There. That's better. my vision begins to fade, your own senses will gradually return. Return to the warmth and the light of your own reality. The Seventh Daughter 
is a production of iHeartRadio. Written and directed by Brett Wood. Recorded and mixed by Rob Gow. Featuring Minka Wiltz as Rose and Elizabeth Hunter as Pearl. There. You may now open your eyes. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.